it counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo, it's a whole new Welcome to Lambo Lee Podcast. It's Dane. I'm sitting here with Wags. Wags. Oh, man. I am so tired of opening the show with a loss. What the heck is going on? Well, I hate to sound too down, but honestly, this is a game that we've seen every year, even in the good Packer seasons. Yeah. Um, so... You know, as much as uh, there was a spotlight on this game, <clears throat> you know, and Rodgers didn't certainly have his best performance of the year, no. and there was lots of injuries. Same stories that we've seen. I mean, but this is a this is the type of game that we we have every year, and uh, quite honestly, the Vikings just uh, manhandled us, and uh, I, I think it was pretty clear the better team won. Yeah, I. You know, despite the 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 end score there, uh, losing by by a touchdown, um, it could have been worse, right? They had a couple field goals that were missed. Um, I thought the Packers started off strong offensively. Uh, the defense the defense had its moments at times, but overall, I agree. I thought that uh, the game plan from Minnesota was just better, and I thought that. The, the team overall, the, the Packers, were just outplayed by the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. And it kills me to say that because I don't like to use the word hate all that often. But, man, I hate the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I hear you. I mean, all the all of the pomp and circumstance that they do with the, the horn. And uh, and, and they're, now they're importing over the uh, Icelandic Viking chants. Uh. And, I mean... From I, I I'm sorry, but when you're taking soccer chants, that says a lot about the Viking <laughs> fandom. Yeah, do they? I mean, they have the worst fans in football. Can we just say it? Let's, yeah, they're, they're, at least we've got better fans right now. <laughs> we got the best fans in football. Yeah. They've got the worst. They're just the worst. They're the worst all across the board. Maybe we should just talk about this for an hour. Yeah, uh, there's not much we can do with the team at this point. To no. be honest with you, Dane. Uh, so but, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go to, and uh, I want to bring this up. Um, so normally we're texting each other. We've got a big Packer group and we talk about the game throughout the game. Um, yesterday I was completely silent. I, I'm going to tell you this for the first time. I watched the entire game on mute. I sat on my couch in pretty much silence the entire game. My girlfriend was getting very nervous because of how calm I was. And I think that we watched the end of Mike McCarthy's career in Green Bay for all intents and purposes on that fourth and inches. Yep. Um, we saw them. We saw all the worst things. It was, it was, it was basically a summation of the year. We saw an unnecessary burn timeout. We saw him losing his composure on the sidelines, and then we saw a predictable run up the gut, taking the ball out of the hands of the best player in football. Now, if that play works, I'm probably not saying that right now. But the fact of the matter is, it didn't work, and on national TV, I, I, I really thought that last night, we saw the end of the McCarthy era for all intents and purposes, and I think that he's going to finish out the season as the head coach, um, but... 
I'm very certain now, after what we witnessed last night, that Goot will be finding his the next head coach of the Green Bay Packers um, for 2019. Yeah, and you could almost see it on his face, yeah. couldn't you? I, yeah. I think McCarthy even knew. Uh, the game certainly wasn't over there, but it, that was basically the game right that there. That was a swing, the, right? Uh, Vikings didn't even go down and score. No, they, um, they just got the field goal, but... I mean, to be quite honest with you, um, you could almost just see the tension in McCarthy's face, and it was reflected in the players. Just they, they, they seemed to lose everything, their their spark and their focus right at that point, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. And, and can you you can hardly blame them. No, no. I it it almost when when that happened there, it almost felt like here we go again, right? It really did. It felt like. We we haven't seen, I thought, this year compared to a lot of other seasons, we just haven't really seen that spark uh, that, that sometimes this team has shown in the past. I think that uh, clearly Aaron Rodgers is beyond frustrated. He looked... He looked about as frustrated as I've seen. I've seen him in tough playoff losses where he looked more um, more optimistic, even in more dire situations, quite frankly, than, than last night. It looked like last night he was going, my goodness, is this is this where we are at in this season with the talent that's around me? Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I think it's, uh, you know, it is interesting um, how that can happen when because the players feel it too it's not like we the fans are the only ones that read and feel and express our frustrations or second guess the decisions that coaches make um you know those those players are putting it all on the line too and even more so than than we are and i I think we forget that sometimes and um and boy it's tough i i I, um, uh, you know, I know that um, uh, as a, a student of history myself, I, I, I look at all of the, the situations where um, from militarily to um, politically to, to sports, to you name it, when you have weak or indecisive leadership mm-hmm. um, and uh, look, I'm not the McCarthy supporter, right. I, but he hasn't always been this way. No, um, no. But um, but it's been that way for sure this season, and it seems to be mounting. Um, it it's just it's like you said, it's a here we go again feeling, and that once it gets to critical mass, it can just deflate you to the point where you can't come back from that. Yeah, no, you're right, and and um, just the the game the game overall. Even when we, you know, when we were up early in the first quarter, the the offense maybe that was that was a little bit of the spark that you see. You could see them starting to get something going, but um, as the game wore on, it just they, they looked a little outmatched across the board. And as you touched on, yeah, there are some injuries that, particularly in the defensive backfield, um, you know, we were I thought we were pretty thin yesterday, um, but. But I don't think that the intensity was necessarily matched, and and um, and it it didn't. Once we started losing, there wasn't that 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 feeling that hey, we're gonna step back up. That intensity just wasn't there. I thought the Vikings were more intense yesterday on both offense and defense. Yeah, um, it's particularly set the tone defensively. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of missed tackles early on, even in the first couple of series when they got stops. Um, there was some missed tackles, and you just didn't see guys 
Um, you know, not across the board, but there were a lot of plays where you just looked at the um, situation and we didn't have um, someone come up and, and stick their nose in and, and uh, press the line of scrimmage to make a play. Um, on the other hand, you, you, we saw some really great uh, plays. Uh, mm-hmm. My goodness, that play by J- Jair Alexander yeah. on that screen pass out to the flat. I mean, I, this guy, uh, if everybody was playing with the level of intensity and focus that mm-hmm. he was on the defensive side of the ball, we would we would not be talking about this today. No. Um, I mean, uh, it's not just this week, but but the the real you know key here is the the groundwork for failure of the season ultimately didn't come down to this game, did no. it, Dane? No, uh, it was not. it was in the weeks that we've had to talk about leading up to this game where we needed to win mm-hmm. one, two, or three of those games and clearly could have and probably should have. Um, and and that's going to be the story that, that tells the tale when this season's all said and done. Yeah, and it, it's and I, I forgive me as obviously no decision publicly has been made on the coaching staff, but... Um, having watched this this team my entire life, uh, I I don't see. We're used to winning. We are spoiled fans. Fans yeah. of the Green Bay Packers are spoiled. Most most franchises, if if they don't make the playoffs, you know, here or there, that's just that's pretty normal. Last year, I thought that McCarthy got a little bit of an excuse, of course, with Aaron Rodgers being down. Um, for for a significant portion of the season, especially since uh, before Rodgers' injury, the team was hot. They looked like they were as good as any team in football. But this year, now this is back-to-back seasons, a season without Rodgers and a season where Aaron Rodgers, yeah, despite a bit of a knee injury, he has been overall, he's played in every game, right? So I would argue that he's been healthy enough. And uh, any NFL team that has Aaron Rodgers at quarterback and Devontae Adams at wide receiver and the offensive line that um, despite some third down sacks, again, we've talked about this in the past, I don't think it's always the the offensive line's fault. Some of these third down sacks, maybe I maybe Spriggs yesterday, uh, but I don't want to get too far down that down that path. Uh, but um, you know, a team like that and with some defensive pieces, um, you can't miss the playoffs, can you? No. Um, the defense has done their their part. Honestly, yeah. uh, we said that they needed to, if they could finish anywhere in the top 15, and I I haven't seen it updated, yeah. but they going into this week they were 14th in DVOA on the mm-hmm. defensive side of the ball. Um, that we were talking if they were able to get anywhere in the top 15, they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, absolutely. And to be quite honest with you, I I I would not take that back if i if i knew um if i could go back in time and knew that through this point of the season they were 14th in defensive dvoa yeah. i'd see i'd be like great we're at first place in the nfc north Absolutely. um we're closing in on you know probably possibly fighting for a bye on the first round of the playoffs right because uh that would have that would have been where we'd be at any other season leading up to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially you tell me, uh, in addition to the defensively, you tell me that Devontae Adams through through this point in the season has a th- over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns and Rodgers has played in every game. I don't know how we're losing these games. Yeah, um, and I, I, so I don't know. Big picture, it's, it's, it is extremely frustrating. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I, I do think... 
Um, they're just it's it's unfortunate that we didn't see that that urgency that I was uh, hoping to see aside from uh, those two straight drives uh, in the uh, first quarter and yeah. beginning of the second quarter, but to go, you know, essentially almost three full quarters without scoring a single point, my, and it, that wasn't, I, I just don't understand how that can happen in any situation. It's just incredible to me. Yeah. So then that brings me to the question, I I I feel that this this uh, the McCarthy of 2018 had this team has had difficulty adjusting and um do you think um for having watched obviously on TV we weren't at the stadium so we didn't get to see the matchups we didn't see get to see everything uh we got to see what the camera showed us um but do you think that uh, the Minnesota Vikings simply um out-adjusted the Green Bay Packers in last night's game? Possibly. I don't want to take anything away from them. I think a huge moment clearly came um, after that aforementioned fourth down yeah. stop. Uh, but that that wasn't the whole game. Um, and I'm not going to use injuries as an excuse, but boy, oh boy, did something shift mentally for that defensive uh, side for the Vikings when Bakhtiari came out of yeah. the game. You could just see that they were just they were sharks smelling blood in the water at yeah. that point. Um, so that may not have a lot to do with um, adjustments, but um, but you didn't hear this because you had the game on mute. But <laughs> I thought Collinsworth amazingly actually made a pretty good point and sentient point right at that moment when Bakhtiari came out. He said. Uh, that now um, the Packers are going to have to shade everything to that side of the ball to help out with Spriggs. Mm -hmm. And and then they're going to be able to get one-on-one on on the other side and run some stunts. And that's exactly what happened. So kudos to Collinsworth for... uh, for um for for seeing that and and obviously the Vikings saw that too. You, I mean uh, Zimmer is is uh, one of the best defensive minds in football. Mm-hmm. Um so it, you know that's not going to slip by him by any means. Um it's he's always coached a a, a tough um you know game plan against Rodgers um, even before he was uh, um on the Vikings. Um that's always been a really tough mat- matchup. Um so uh, again, uh, Rodgers was not sharp yesterday he was okay mm-hmm. um uh in the first first half um not so much in the second half missed some throws missed some critical throws uh, down the stretch ultimately it wouldn't have made any difference in the outcome of the game um uh, because uh, uh, even if he had to hit uh, Adams uh, oh. on that uh, late pass on the last drive right. before they got the field goal they needed the, they uh, needed the onside kick, kick anyway and they didn't right. get it um uh, it's it's amazing that he didn't complete that pass i i i, I don't know he completes um, that thing nine out of t- or ten out of ten times right I mean, yeah really, and it's the second week in a row we've right. said that but um so you know I, rogers isn't above criticism on this podcast uh but uh, again you know he's had games like this he's had worse games than this even in his best seasons even in the packers best season right. so um this isn't let's not pretend that this is oh you know uh i, I know it's frustrating and it's going to be easy to point to say oh Oh, Rogers is losing it. The recession's happening. Yeah, I don't uh, think blah, that's blah, the case. blah, 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 blah. I think it was just a 
tough mat- matchup, and yeah. um, it was just the circumstances that played out. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings defense has made um, talented quarterbacks look much worse than Aaron Rodgers looked yesterday, right? So I don't think that there's a – we haven't seen a recession out of Aaron Rodgers. I do think that – um, in place, certainly in the second half, David Bakhtiari going down. I thought that Byron Bell, who has been sneaky good this year on the offensive line for the Packers at the guard position, uh, he was banged, or he lost a shoe. Uh, I know that Lane Taylor was banged up. So you've got Justin McCray bouncing around, playing a couple different guard positions. Um, I think that uh, some of the bumps that we're feeling this year at the wide receiver position with some rookies that have definitely shown flashes of significant talent. Um, that does play a factor as well. Timing isn't there. We saw some of the timing with Devonta yesterday, which was phenomenal. Uh, but but I, I do think that um, throughout the course of the year, it's taken a little while for Rodgers and Jimmy Graham to get on the same page. And I, I definitely think that... Um, We've seen the same with um, Valdez Scantling at times, and and with he seems to hit a little bit of a wall, a little bit of a rookie wall, right? Yeah, yeah. which uh, I mean, you could have foreseen that coming a little bit. Um, Yeah, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I think big picture though, looking at those wide receivers. Um, I think we've got quite a bit of talent going forward, and an off season is going to be really, uh, really instrumental in their their process. I I, I do think that a potential new coaching staff is going to mix things up a little bit, but with the same general manager that we have, um, I do see some some things being the same. Uh, with that said, we talked about this earlier this week, Nick Perry. Uh, went down for the year, right? Uh, they put him on the injured reserve list, and um, no club foot. I'm disappointed. Yeah, no club leg, <laughs> no club foot, no nothing. Yeah. But what we've seen are two very high-paid pass rushers on this Green Bay Packers defense not be nearly as productive as what they're getting paid to be, and. I, I'm i just going to put it out there. There's still a lot of football left to be played, but uh, it looks as, uh, I saw the graphic last night, a 3% chance of the Packers making the playoffs. So I'm just going to look ahead very briefly um, with, with Perry going on the IR. Um, my understanding is we don't take much of a cap hit after this season if Nick Perry is, is uh, removed from the team. I wouldn't be shocked to see some brand new blood on the pass rushing side on the defense. Yeah, uh, Goody was aggressive in free agency last year. Um, He missed on a couple of guys he was targeting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that they are disciplined in their aggressiveness. Um, and I expect that to continue. Uh, it looks like there will be quite a bit of cap room. Um, uh, I wouldn't uh, just to add to that. I, I honestly would be shocked if if um, if Clay's back next year. Same. And I hate to to because he's been a great Packer too. Um, but also another great Packer, uh, Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's just been. Uh, Uh, missing too many games the last couple of seasons um we could have really used them this whole year yeah um so um it's it's not not a move that i'll be happy to see and i know a lot of uh fellow packer fans will be 
sad to see Cobb go, but I, I honestly don't expect to see him back next year either. No. Um, so uh, that's that's a north of uh, potentially, I don't know what the exact cap numbers are, but you're looking at at least $25, $30 million in, money. in, yeah. in, in, uh, in cap uh, uh, space. And so what exactly that number is. Um, they'll have some guys of their uh, that they'll need to, to look at. I mean, um, you know, Balaga might be another guy that uh, that I wouldn't expect to have back next year either. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but uh, yeah, we have all off season to do that, Dane. So yeah. I, I I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that. Well, let's. Um, well, let's I, I, is there three percent? Three percent. So. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what. If Kyler Fackrell can be the team's leading uh, uh, defensive player with sack numbers, um, he's got the most sacks on the team, then I guess anything's possible, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's going to take a miracle, no doubt. Uh, but But we have truly the one great miracle player in football, do we not? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to grasp <laughs> at anything here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a pretty tough uh, slog. I think uh, the rest of the year, uh, we certainly got a lot of tough games out of the way. <laughs> if there's one bright side, we played, uh, I believe, four games in 18 days. Yeah, uh, that's pretty nasty, and not against, uh, not against uh, marginal talent either. Some of the best teams in football we've had to play over that stretch. Um, and th- that, I think, puts all the, the early losses against teams that we probably should have beat into glaring focus. Yep. Uh, if you look back, to, by strength of schedule, the Packers have not had an easy road most mm. of this season by any means. Um, it was definitely um, probably a little tougher than, than we expected it to yeah. be. Um, so, uh, again, can't really make excuses. Um, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, sure, why don't we finish this season off on a high note? Um, even barring the miracle of miracles, mm-hmm. um, not to make predictions, but um, uh, let's say that uh, the true miracle happens yeah. and we sneak into the playoffs. I really don't see any way McCarthy's back next year either way. Um, do you? I mean, no. um, it would it would have to be miracle and then miracle Super Bowl run following that. I think at this point for him to have any chance. And I and uh, I'll I'll be honest. I think it may have been that way regardless this season. Even if we would have gone eleven and five, I the fact that he was already under a lame duck coaching contract. I I don't think that I think Goody wants his own his own guy in there. I really do. Yeah. Um I think that uh it's going to be a sad day. I'm sure a lot of uh Packer fans have been ready for 5 years. For me it's going to be a sad day seeing uh Mac go. Uh, he's been coach I'm 33. I think he's been the coach since I was what 22. We were 22, 21 years old. He's been there. A super long time. He's had a ton of success. He's had some glaring losses as head coach. I've, I've, we've had the highest of the highs and truly the lowest of the lows as Packer fans uh, as as uh, while he's been the coach. Um, but no, I don't see a scenario at this point now, uh, even if we win out, even if we make the playoffs, uh, that, that Mac is back. I think that 
I'm going to go out on a limb and just say I think Aaron Rodgers is ready uh, for a, a new challenge with a new coaching staff as well. I think that he's learned a lot from McCarthy. I'm sure he would even admit to that and say that he's learned a lot from McCarthy, uh, but he's probably at a point in his career, and this team is at a point in Aaron Rodgers' career where it just probably is time for a, a change of face. A new voice, absolutely. And to be honest with you, um, his he, he's played – uh, not last night so much. It was, uh, but for the most part, he's had a really good season this year, yeah. which is makes makes the record all the more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's some things that you know um, that I'm sure that uh, he could use a new voice and some direction on, um, just in terms of of what he's trying to accomplish too. Uh, so I I don't know the X's and O's to the level that those guys do. Right. So I can't stay here and prognosticate what that might be. But um, but uh, you know he takes care of the ball. He throws it away. Um, I I will say there are times where, um, you know, I think I do kind of wish he would just let it fly and take a few more chances. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need to go to the level of just winging it, you know, into the defensive hands all the time. So I, I appreciate that he's not going to make mistakes. But uh, <coughs> Brett Favre. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same yeah. time, I mean, look at some throws that other quarterbacks around the league make. Yeah. And the receivers just go up and make make a play on balls that, quite honestly, Rodgers would probably never throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's so good that most of the time, I, I expect that the receiver usually has the advantage in those situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I get that he's kind of going through some growing pains with these these young guys, and and it makes it a little bit harder to have that chemistry and that trust. Um, so maybe that's a big part of it too, mm-hmm. uh, because he certainly would throw the ball up for James Jones when he wasn't getting much separation. <laughs> uh, so so it's not it's not that I, I really don't think it's something that Rodgers is stubborn and won't do. It's just. Um, but um, he 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 it does seem at times um, there could have been maybe a little bit more you know what do we have to lose your uh, desperation there sure. um, and so that would be my you know one minor critique I think of Rogers uh, to a certain extent yeah I, I I'll tell you what I think that these last few weeks of the season um, with the playoffs very unlikely are actually really critical to the long-term success and the possible uh, future Super Bowl for Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's got he's going to get live reps every week with some of these young guys. And some of these young guys are going to need to continue to develop, and they're going to need to continue to put in the work, and they're going to need to continue uh, to progress as NFL-wide receivers. And um, I think these guys learn a lot about uh, themselves, and Rodgers is going to be able to learn a lot about the some of the players around them and see which guys want to continue battling and fighting even with a, a playoff berth very unlikely and which guys are going to want to fold up and I'll tell you what I don't think Aaron Rodgers has personnel uh, power because if he did Jordy Nelson would still be on this team but I do think that uh, Rodgers uh, is um, going to be able to um, at the very least um, you know you're going to be able to see the guys that want to keep playing, right, and are going to rally around him and continue to uh, want to try to win football games. And Goody's going to notice that. And 
they want to have the right personalities. It's pretty clear over the last couple of years, uh, there have been some guys that just aren't fitting with what Packer football is. Demarius Randall got shipped out. Uh, Ty Montgomery gets traded. Uh, Haha Clinton Dix gets traded. These are these seem to be guys that weren't falling in line with what the Green Bay Packers expect out of NFL players for whatever reason, whether it's on the field or behind closed doors in the locker room. And over the course of the next few weeks, I think we're going to figure out which guys want to be there and can be a part of our future because we've got some really good young talent there. And um, I'm I'm excited in the sense that um, we still have the best quarterback in football, in my opinion, and um, they're going to need to retool and they're going to need to come out swinging and find that fire going into 2019. Yep, absolutely. And I will say this, um, as as much as I'm ready to move on from McCarthy, um, it, in a way, it, it is a little unsettling. Yeah. We've had um, so much success, as you said, and consistency, I yes. think, is the biggest thing. Is And we have been so spoiled. I mean, my goodness, could you imagine... Uh, being fans of some of these other poor franchises, no. uh, Raiders, Browns, um, t- uh, Buccaneers. I mean, we could just go on. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, they, they never make the playoffs. Um, and it's been every year, basically, for us. And uh, now it's two straight years. And we sound like, you know, a sort of almost uh, uh, losing perspective in a way. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing... Uh, certainly is you can see the writing on the wall Rodgers isn't going to be here forever no um and you know would that we be so fortunate that we get another really yeah. good quarterback after Rodgers is gone um I mean you never know I I, I hope we do sure. um but um um more likely we're going to have a little bit of a transition there mm-hmm. um so um i think part of our being spoiled is we just sort of assume that we won't have to deal with this type of of uh, adversity where right. we're not making the playoffs um uh, for you know three four or five more years mm-hmm. um or however long rogers wants to to play here for mm-hmm. um and here we are. It seems we're, you know, um, losing another prime season in best player in football's career. You know, you're right. Um, and what I'm going to tell myself is uh, we went through some pretty lean years with Favre. And we went, we missed the playoffs a few times with Favre as well. And his last game as a Green Bay Packer quarterback was an NFC championship game. So um, there's definitely a blueprint to be able to retool and get back to where you need to get to. And I, I'm 100% confident. I'm excited about our general manager. I think he's the right guy. Clearly, uh, the president, Murphy, knows what he's doing. He's won football games for a long time. I think the organization is strong. We have the best quarterback in football. We have all the pieces. Um, I think that, um, um, you know, you you either die a hero or you live to see yourself a villain. And uh, unfortunately for Coach McCarthy, he's probably uh, living that right now. And and tell you what, he's not having any fun right now either, right? He's in hell. You can tell. You can tell he is not happy. Um, with what's happening, and he's frustrated, and he's a competitor. Um, but I, I, I don't think the sky's falling. I think that it's time to retool, not rebuild, retool. And I think that's what the Green Bay Packers are capable of doing, and that's what they're going to do over the course of the next uh, 6 to 12 months. And it all starts, quite frankly, this coming week 
um, making sure that the right guys are, are out on the field uh, still working hard. Yep, absolutely. And and I think part of my slight nervousness uh, with with that consistency is now it just we're 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 moving into a world of the unknown. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, and, and again, obviously, no decision has been made. Nope. I don't expect anything to happen until until the end of the season, like you said. At, at which uh, point just, we will have long conversations absolutely. about potential coaching. Yep. Staff, yep. Staff changes, um, right? It's just. But, um, you know, it doesn't have to take long. Uh, Look at the Rams. Um, They got the right guy, and look how quickly they just turned it on. My goodness. Um, Yeah, they got some talented players in there, but but they go from uh, Jeff Fisher to McVay, and it's dumpster fire to Super Bowl contender, like almost in the flick of a switch. Um, So, um, and and I see no reason why uh, we couldn't be in the same situation. We just have to find the right guy. Wags, I feel better. I came in tonight really grumpy, and after us talking it out for a little bit, now all of a sudden I'm ready to win 2019 Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and and just a little piece of house cleaning, uh, if I might. Um, I, I I really appreciate uh, some folks that have reached out to us, and thank you for listening. Yep. Um, we're humbled. Uh, we're just a couple of regular guys here. Um, this is never going to be a professionally produced mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you might even hear my dog uh, lapping water and dropping uh, dog bones in the background occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, all we're doing here is uh, uh, you know, our honestly, uh, if anybody listens, I'm 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 surprised uh, and humbled. Like yeah. I said, um, uh, we we just uh, enjoy chatting and feeling a little bit better. And unfortunately, we've had to try to feel a little bit better more often than not um, since we've started this. Um, but um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 fun to do it, and and uh, I I I have to say that it's it's uh, something that. Um, I think uh, it's just a, a little conversation. Hopefully, we give you some good good points to share with your friends at the bar. Yep. Um, and so, so that's all we're here for. And and uh, I, I definitely feel better after talking it out too. Definitely, no, I agree. And if you like what we're doing, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Lambo Leap Pod. That's again on Twitter at Lambo Leap Pod or on Instagram. And uh, on Instagram, we're Lambo Leap Podcast. We like to post pictures. We like to uh, interact with folks. Um, I think as we progress, we'll uh, we'll ask questions, and if you have answers or if you have questions, we'll read it on the podcast. And we want to be as accessible as we can. And uh, like you said, Wags. Um, we're having more and more people downloading this thing. It's just something we we joked about starting a, a few few for months, I guess, and even in last season. And we finally went ahead and did it, and um, folks are responding. So we're having a lot of fun. Obviously, we want more wins. We're tired of losing, like everyone else. Uh, but we all love this team, and I think that's the great unifier. Yep, absolutely. So, um, so I mean, uh, this will be uh, something that we'll continue 
continue to do. Um, and um, I, I don't know. I, I can't promise that we'll definitely do it after every game here yeah. the rest of the season, just the way the season's gone. Uh, but we, we, we'll, we'll certainly, if we feel like we've got some thoughts to share, uh, we'll, we'll make it a regular part of your uh, uh, Packer podcast rotation. So, again, really appreciate you listening and um, definitely uh, leave us feedback. And if you're listening to us on uh, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, rate and review us. Um, if you have a bad review, can you just email us instead? We'll, we'll take the feedback <laughs> we'll take that it. way. Yeah. <laughs> we can dish it out. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want we don't want it public. We're, yeah. we're not we're not a co- the coaching staff. Yeah, but I mean we're 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 definitely you know uh we know what we are um so if you uh if you like us let us know if not you can let us know too um certainly just shoot us an email uh but uh again thanks for listening and uh, dane do you have anything else to add before we sign off today uh no i don't just i still believe go pack go go pack go